Good morning, and welcome to episode 124 of the Morning Light Show. Today, we are going to talk about the topic of words at work. And as I was preparing for this episode, there were so many different ways I could go with this topic. And so today's episode is going to be a smattering of a couple of different things from everything of how to praise and recognize people with your words to whether cursing is appropriate at the office and how to know when maybe you're using too many words at the office. So lots of different things to talk about today in the episode. And I'm sure that there's something that you can learn and apply immediately as you go into the office today. Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. I want to reference back to one of my very first episodes, episode four. It was called Words in Love. I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that episode. It's a different perspective, lots of similar veins of what we're going to talk about today, just a different perspective of words and how we use words both internally and externally to create our lives. And I I feel that just creates a nice foundation for the episode today that you're going to hear all about. First and foremost, echoing what I said back in episode four, what we say to ourselves both silently and out loud matters, whether we're talking about ourselves or other people. Our words play a huge part in creating our lives, and that's why we have to be so incredibly intentional as we use them. Now, something that you say one time offhand is not going to have much of an impact. However, if you're repeating yourself over and over and over again, you're literally branding yourself in a particular way. And you also do that with other people and even with experiences and even with your job itself. So I want you to first and foremost, reflect on how are you talking to yourself in your head? And then how are you talking to and about yourself out loud? And if you're using any type of derogatory language about yourself, even if you're just trying to be funny, I know the concept of self-deprecation is big because I, there's a, it's a mixed bag there. Sometimes it can create humility and connection with people. However, you don't want to take it too far because you want to show yourself that you respect yourself and that you have a healthy sense of confidence about who you are as a person. So it's very important for you to think about the words that you're using to talk about yourself. And I just want to say on that note, the words that you use to talk about yourself to other people, that's really important in the workplace. One thing that people struggle with oftentimes is how do I self-promote without sounding like an egomaniac? How can I advocate for myself in a way where I'm coming across as the right amount of confidence? And that's a tricky thing to uncover in a short 10, 15 minute episode. And there's other things that I want to cover today. However, what I will say is do everything you can to build deep trust and rapport 
with people before you start tooting your horn too much. Because if you don't have a foundation of trust and respect and some degree of humility with people, then when you start tooting your own horn, it sounds off. And I've noticed this with somebody that I've worked with before, and it was really uncomfortable. And while I agreed with most of the things that she was saying about herself, I could tell that when she would say it in a room of people, the people were cringing a little bit like, eh, I don't know if you should be saying that about yourself. Let your work speak for you. Let your teammates speak for you. And while I do want you to advocate for yourself as well when necessary in those one-on-one conversations with your boss, you know, I want you to stand strong and say what you think you do really, really well and what you deserve. However, trust and rapport at the foundation and, and that humility go a really long way in making sure that your words are not overly boasting towards when, when you say them to other people. Okay, so let's put that topic aside because I maybe I'll go into that at some point for an episode of like, how do you be self-promoting without being arrogant? I think I could talk for a good while about that and use some more examples from my coaching experience and my working experience. Today, though, I want to cover three other areas and just little tidbits about each one in terms of our words and how we choose our words at the office. I got to start out with probably the most underutilized way that we use our words at the office, and that is to praise and recognize others. I've done several different versions of employee engagement surveys and had people crying in my office many, many times and lots of conversations with intact teams and facilitating them and doing focus groups. So I feel like my personal level of research on this is pretty strong. People overwhelmingly do not feel recognized at work. They do not feel like they are being told that they're doing a good job, both to themselves and also in front of the influencers of the business that really matter and that make a lot of the decisions in the business. So I want you, if the only thing you take away from the episode today is praise and recognition is vital for the health of your team and for the health of your organization. And I would almost guarantee that you're not doing enough of it because every time those surveys come back and every time I have these conversations, there are plenty of conversations about, man, I really just wish that somebody would value the work that I do, that they would recognize it, that they would give me a pat on the back or tell me that I've done a nice job. So why don't we praise and recognize people more? Well, there's a couple of reasons. One is because it it means you have to be incredibly vulnerable when you praise and recognize someone. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, for some reason, people think that if you praise and recognize someone that they're going to stop doing a good job, which is the absolute opposite of what tends to happen. So what do I mean by praise and and recognition requires vulnerability? Well, you have to be willing to let your guard down and, and, and recognize in someone and be able to 
tell them out loud, sometimes you'll think, oh my gosh, wow, that person's doing a really good job. Or I really admire the way that person goes above and beyond, but you actually won't speak it to them. And that is, again, because it requires you to let a guard down and also to show that that person in that moment may have one up on you. Now that sounds super duper weird, but if we take it back to brain science and the way that we're wired, we are wired to survive. And so when we're in groups of people, we're always looking for who is the dominant person in this group that I need to attach myself to that will help me thrive and survive. That's what we're doing in a group of people, even if we don't think that we're doing that. So when you're giving someone a compliment, you're literally lowering your own status in the group. And that is, I know it sounds really weird, but that is what I'm talking about, about vulnerability. You kind of have to go against your natural way of being and drop that guard and go straight into your heart. So it's out of the survival brain and into the vulnerability of your heart space. So vulnerability is the first thing. And then the second thing is just the status. It's, it, it's literally lowering your own status when you give someone a compliment. Sounds really weird, but notice how you feel. If you feel uncomfortable giving praise and recognition, then you're definitely having like a biochemical response to all of that survival stuff that's going on in your head. Okay. So I don't want to fall into practicing what I'm about to talk about next, which is using too many words at the office. So have you ever been in a meeting with someone who just will not stop talking? Or maybe you have a teammate that's overly verbose and they literally drive you crazy and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, that person could have used half the amount of words that they just used to convey the exact same point and we would have ended our meeting. 30 minutes ago. So I want you to tune in with yourself and make sure that you're not using too many words. Notice how much you're talking versus how much you're listening in a meeting. And then notice too, if you're like going off on all kinds of different tangents before you bring it all back together, focus your energy on staying concise and bringing it together and keeping things really tight and really firm And I challenge you today to use about half the amount of words that you normally would use and just see what happens. Just try it as a little experiment. All you got to do is try it one time and see how that turns out for you. And then the last thing that I want to talk about today is a little bit of a controversial thing, which is, should you curse at work? Well, that is a very personal thing for you to decide but I did want to share with you some of the research that has come out around cursing that I found to be really interesting. One of them is that at Stanford University, they found a consistent relationship between people who use profanity and honesty. So in other words, the more you cuss, the more honest you are, which I think is really awesome. And then the other thing I've heard, and I don't have any like direct evidence or or research on this, but I know it's out there, is around women cursing at work and how it up levels their status and the sense of um, power that they have in the workplace. So I'm one of those people that does like to curse at the workplace. And I'm, you know, I'm 
practicing being better about it and being more mindful of how I'm using it. And the most important thing with cursing at work is the intentionality of it. So if you're going to use a curse word, just make sure that it's well-placed and you're not like cursing someone out or using some type of profanity as you're describing someone because that's not going to come across very well. Okay, so we've been all over the board with this topic. I couldn't help it. I'm going to try and wrap it up now so we can I can stay mindful and concise in all of this. But again, how you talk to yourself and about yourself matters. Make sure that you have trust and rapport with people before you toot your horn too much. Go out there and praise some people today. Give some compliments that are genuine and well thought out. Be concise, half your words and see what happens. And then maybe drop an (laughs) F-bomb appropriately placed somewhere today as you are working. Okay, that wraps our episode for today. Tomorrow's episode is all about the opposite of words at work. It's using silence at work. I hope you have an awesome day today and I look forward to hearing you on the show tomorrow. That's a wrap for this episode of The Morning Light Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.